Well, if you have your Bibles, turn to uh, Hebrews chapter 11. Aren't you glad today that Jesus paid it all? Amen. When I think of that phrase, I always think of going out to dinner. And my dad saying, I paid it all, Scott. Dinner's on me. Hallelujah. That's always a good thing, isn't it? But Jesus paid it all. So we are in our year-long series on heroes of the faith. And today, we get to look at a wonderful, wonderful hero of the faith by the name of Abram, Abraham. And today's word, character trait, that we're looking at is the word adventurous. You've got notes, you're going to follow along, and then we're going to just uh, look into God's word this morning. Let's go to Hebrews uh, chapter 11. This is the hall of faith, and these are men and women listed in the Bible. And you'll see in your notes, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 8. If you're with me, let me hear an amen. By faith. Everyone say those two words. By faith. See, you're never going to live a life of adventure if you're trying to do this in your own power, in your own strength, in your own intellect, in your own ability. Abraham, by faith, lived a life of being adventurous. It says, Abraham, when he was called to go to a place, he would later receive as his inheritance. He obeyed and went. Circle those two words. He obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. When's the last time you got lost? Some of you are lost right now. You, you, you're, you're at Pine Castle, and we're glad you're here. You're lost. That, well, that's okay. When I was thinking about that, when was the last time I got lost in that phrase? And he went to a place they didn't even know he was going. I was 24 years old, and along with Bruce, we flew to Nigeria, the capital Logos. Millions and millions of people. I was absolutely overwhelmed. This is back in 19, early 1990s. My suitcase got lost. And I was in the same outfit. I remember I was wearing a pair of jeans and I was wearing a Ralph Lauren polo shirt, buttoned down white. And I was in that outfit for three days. And we went back from the hotel, back to the airport, and we got lost in Logos, Nigeria. I'll never forget it. I'm not exaggerating. There was hundreds of children that had their left arm amputated by their parents, sent out on the streets to beg for money. And I was a little 24-year-old kid, flew from Orlando, Florida to Logos, Nigeria, and we were lost and I was scared. I think Abraham was probably a little scared. I think Abraham was a little freaked out. 
I think Abraham was a little uneasy when, when out of nowhere God says to Abraham, I want you to live adventurously. I want you to live beyond yourself. I want you to trust me. I want you to leave your family, leave your, your, your home, leave your country. And you go to the place where I tell you to go. And if you do that, I'm going to make your name great. If you do that, I'm going to bless you. If you do that, I'm going to make everyone will benefit because of your obedience if you will simply obey me and go where I tell you to go. And in Genesis chapter 11, you'll see there that Abraham went. And he went by faith. Can I remind you this morning, church, that you and I are called to live by faith. We don't have to have it all figured out. We don't have to have our phone tell us exactly when to turn and, 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 and where to go. When you joined up for this, you joined up for a life that is full of adventure and is lived by faith. Those two phrases that just speak out to me, by faith, Abraham, by faith. We are called to live by faith. See, see, our faith has got to be bigger than our fears, bigger than our doubts, bigger than our concerns, bigger than our questions, bigger than our objections, bigger than our disbelief, bigger than our reluctancy, our hesitations, our comfort, and our complacency. Abraham's faith was big. And when God told him, I want you to leave everything and go, by faith, Abraham obeyed and he went. I love that. Abraham lived a life of adventure. Look up on the screen. I've got your, and you've got your notes. Uh, the, the, the word uh, adventurous is the word we're looking at today. It's living life boldly and bravely in the face of uncertainty, doubt, with courage and confidence. I think if Abraham were here today, watch this, and he were to sit down for you and with you for a few moments, he would say to you, live a life of adventure. Don't settle. Don't become complacent. You are living by faith, and when you live a life of faith, you are living adventurously. Abraham would challenge us to conquer our fears, to conquer our worries, to conquer our reluctancy, to change, and he would challenge us to live life full of adventure. I like what Helen Keller says. She says this, life is either a daring adventure or nothing at all. I like that. Someone once said, money fills your pockets, adventure fills your soul. Daniel 11.32, it's not in your notes, this is free today. The Bible says the people who know their God will be strong and they'll take action. Or my phrase, the people who know their God will be strong and they'll live adventurously. They'll follow in the footsteps of Abraham. And when God asks us to leave and to go, whatever the cost, we're willing to do that. We're willing to follow him. When I think of Abraham in, 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 uh, in Genesis chapter 11, 
about him leaving. It reminds me when Tammy and I first were, were in the ministry. We're at Calvary Assembly, the big church here in Winter Park. We just got married. I was a youth pastor at, at, at that church, and God called us to go to Edmond, Oklahoma. And we packed up our little U-Haul, and we drove from Orlando in the middle of June to Oklahoma. I packed up that U-Haul, and I forgot to check a few things. And one of them was, did the cab have air conditioning? So here we are driving in Orlando, and we got to the plains of Oklahoma, and it was 105 degrees, and that U-Haul, God is my witness, did not get up over 45 miles an hour, and we were driving through the plains of Oklahoma, and I felt like Abraham. I'm lost. <laughs> Where are we going? But God, I trust you, and I'll obey. I'm going to live a life of adventure. That was 36, 37 years ago. And if I look back on these past 37 years, I can say it has been so rewarding and so fun living adventurously. Been all over the world, seen things, done things, been a part of, uh, of great ministries. And I can tell you that, 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 that at 59 years old, I still want to live a life of adventure. I still want to be like Abraham. I don't want to settle in. I don't want to become complacent. I don't want to just sit back and just, and just kind of coast. I want to live, however many years I have, I want to live a life of adventure in the legacy of Abraham. And Abraham would say to that to you today, it doesn't matter how old you are. You know that Abraham was 75 years old. 75. How many of you are here? I'm not going to ask you to raise your hands. 75 years old. Come on, guys. At 75, you should be thinking retirement. Beach, golf, sleeping in, playing with the grandkids, and out of nowhere, God shows up and says, Abraham, I want you to live a life of adventure. The story's not over yet. Still got some things for you to do. And Abraham obeyed. I love his name, Abraham. His name means, there's a couple meanings of his name. I like both of them. One is father of heights. Or another one is father of a multitude. Father of heights. You want to go high? Do you want to go far? Do you want to accomplish a lot for God? Live by faith. Abraham was called a father of multitude. And his wife was barren. There was no way physically that he should be called the father of many because he was barren and so was his wife. But when God calls you to live a life of adventure, even the impossible becomes possible when you and I live by faith. Are y'all with me? And he was unable to have children, but God said, I'm gonna call you Abraham. You're gonna be the father of the multitude. Look at me, church. People are counting on you. There is a multitude of people that are counting on you not to settle in, not to become complacent, not to become comfortable, but say to God, God, I want to live in the legacy of Abraham. Whatever it takes, I want to live a life 
of adventure. Can I get an amen? amen. Let's, go to your, um, let's go to your notes and look on the back of your notes and let's go real quickly to uh, a couple of principles that I want to tell you. If you want to live a life of adventure, I'm going to give you six points here real quickly out of Genesis chapter Chapter 12. In fact, let's read that uh, Genesis chapter 12. It's in your notes, but let's just read this just for a moment. And the Lord said to Abraham, leave. Leave your country, leave your people, leave your father's household, and go to the land I will show you. And I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse who those who curse you and all the peoples of the earth will be blessed through you. I love this, verse 4. So Abraham left, and he did as his Lord had told him, and Lot went, went with him. And Abraham was 75 years old when he sent forth from Haran to Canaan. If you want to live a life of adventure, by the way, you don't have to. You don't have to obey. You don't have to step out. You don't have to do what God calls you to do. You can settle in and settle back and coast. But if you want to live a life of adventure, here's the first step that I want you to embrace this morning. Number one, you've got to clearly hear the word of the Lord. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 12, now the Lord said to Abram, watch this church, you've got to hear God. You've got to know that God is calling you. You've got to know that God is speaking to you. You've got to know that God is giving you the directions. You and I have to hear the word of the Lord. And many times I find that we are more in tune with what the enemy says than we are about what God says. And people that live a life of adventure, watch this, they are in tune with what the Spirit of God is saying today. They got their ear to the ground and they're listening, and they're sensitive, and they're waiting, and they don't move on their own. They only move when they hear God speak. When was the last time you heard, thus saith the Lord? When was the last time you heard God direct and speak to you? I want you to notice that Abraham was minding his own business, and suddenly the word of the Lord came to him. Can I remind you this morning, you don't have to go hunting for the word of God. The word of God will come to you. That would have been a good time to say amen. You don't have to go hunting around for it. If God wants you to move, if God's calling you to do something, he will send the word of the Lord to you. That's how much he cares. And if you want to live a life of adventure, it's, it's imperative that you hear God speak clearly. This is where I want you to go. I've got a book up here that, 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 that I went and grabbed in my office. This is a, a, a book from 1993. It's a long time ago. Tammy and I were youth pastors at a very large church, and we felt like God was stirring us to, to, to start a brand new church in Winter Park. It's called Destiny Church. Never done it before. I was comfortable where I was. I was on national, international TV every single day, traveling the world. But I felt like God wanted us to go and to live a life of adventure. It had been real easy for me just to, just, just to stay put, had a nice salary, nice benefits. Life was good. I had four kids. And the last thing that I should be doing is starting a church from scratch, 
But that's what God called us to do. With a handful of college students, literally a handful of college students, we started Destiny Church. Someone gave me some really good advice. They said, Scott, if you're going to live a life of adventure, you better hear God speak to you, and you better know that God's calling you. And they said, if I were you, I would document every time God spoke to you about this move and put it in a book. And that's what I did, and that's what this book is. I'd love to show it to you. Word of the Lord coming to me, confirming that this is what we're to do. People I didn't even know, pastors that I didn't even know, men and women, word after word after word came to me, challenging me to live a life of adventure. I didn't realize the number of people that were counting on me to, to, to be adventurous, but I documented every single prayer, every single prophecy. Do you know today that the Bible says that you are to hold on to the prophecies given to you because with them you fight the fight of faith? That's what this, uh, Timothy says. Hold on to the prophecies. Hold on to the word. Hold on to the instructions. Hold on to the commands that I give you because with them you will fight the good fight of faith. If you don't have the word of the Lord, you've got nothing to fight with. Are y'all with me this morning? God's word is his sword that you fight with. And I don't know if Abraham had a book. I don't know. But chances are he was wise enough to document that on this day, in this moment, God spoke to me and said, Abraham, I want you to be adventurous. Abraham, people are counting on you. Abraham, if you obey me, you're going to be the father of the multitude, and I will bless you, and I will make your name great. And Abraham probably got a pen out and probably wrote down, thus saith the Lord with the date. I'm sure there was times where he was confused. I'm sure there was times where he was discouraged. I'm sure there was times in that journey that he thought, did I really hear God? Is this really what I'm supposed to be doing? And he went back to the book to remind himself of the prophecies given to him. And with those prophecies, he fought the good fight of faith. And he conquered discouragement. And he conquered fear. You see, if, if God's going to call you to do something, I promise you there will be opposition Fear will rise up. Doubt will rise up. Insecurity will rise up. And church, those fears and those doubts and those concerns, they're trying to pull you back and keep you from living a life of adventure. Because fear knows that if you step out, people are going to be blessed. Fear knows that if you shrink back, people will not be blessed on the other side. And so Abraham heard clearly, thus saith the Lord. And if you're going to live a life of adventure, you better clearly hear what God says to you. Can I get an amen? amen. Number two, if you want to live a life of adventure, you've got to hear clearly God's word. But number two, I love this one. You've got to boldly step out so that you can boldly step into. Boldly step out so that you can boldly step into. Look what it says there in Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. Go from your country, your people, and your father's household. Abraham, this is not going to be fun. Abraham, this is not going to be easy. Abraham, this is not for the faint of heart, but I want you to step out of so you can step into. And watch this, church. Look at me. 
You can't have both. It's impossible to serve two masters. In order for you to live a life of adventure, you have got to step out so you can step into. And the moment that you step out, you're living that life of faith. God, I don't know where we're going. God, I don't know what this looks, looks like. I don't know what's going to happen. But God, I choose today to step out so that I can step into. God calls, watch this, God calls us out of darkness and what? Into his what? Marvelous light. You can't have the marvelous light if you don't step out of the darkness. He calls us out of darkness and into. So watch this. God has you at a place, and he's getting ready to, 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 to ask you to be a, a person of adventure. You've got to boldly step out so that you can boldly step into. And you can't have both. It's one or the other. Number three. We're on point number three. I love this one. Rely on specific instructions. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 12, verse 1, and I want you to go to the land I show you. Now watch this. Notice it doesn't say, I'm going to take you to the land that you want to go. I wrote this down. Adventure is not about getting your way. It's about being where God wants you to be. See, everybody's like, oh, yeah, Pastor Scott, I want to live a life of adventure. I'm willing to go to the beach. I'm willing to go to Maui. I'm willing to go to... And it's not about you. And it's not about what you want. A life of adventure is saying, God, I will receive specific instruction, and you tell me to the land where you want me to go. And we've got it all backwards. We think that living a life of adventure is que sera, sera, and we just do whatever we want to do and just call our own shots. Living a life of adventure is obeying God, and it's not about you going where you want to go. It's about you going where God wants you to go and doing what God has called you to do. You can't do that without specific instructions. Can I get an amen? I love this one. Number four, very quickly. Realize when you live a life of adventure that you're not going alone. I like that. You're not going alone. How many know that it would be, it would be tough at 75 to pack up and leave your country, leave your family, and go to a land you don't even know where you're going. How many know that would be tough? Hey, Abraham, where are you going? I don't know. <laughs> hey, what you doing this week? Want to play golf? Oh, I can't. I'm, I'm on an adventure. Where are you going? have no clue. I got all my possessions. I got my U-Haul, got my wife, got my family, but I don't know where we're going. Whenever God calls you to do something, you're never alone. Never alone. Never alone. God says in Genesis, you'll see it there. I love it. I will bless you. I will make your name great. I will 
be a blessing. Six times God says, I will. What does that mean? That means that God says you are never, ever alone. When you obey and you live a life of adventure, the Holy Spirit will be with you every step of the way. And with God is for you, who can be against you? You're not alone. Abraham would say to you today, church, step out. Get a specific instructions and realize you're not alone. I'm not asking you to do something and I'm not willing to go there with you. I'm with you. And every step that Abraham took, he sensed the power of the Holy Spirit to empower him to fight fear, to fight discouragement, to fight doubt. He had to know that God was with him. And God is with you today when you live a life of adventure. You will never, ever, ever, ever be alone. He's with you. I love that. Number five, quickly, you want to live a life of adventure? Don't delay and quickly obey. That's what Abraham would say to you today. Don't delay, quickly obey. I love it. In in, in Genesis chapter 12, it says, so Abraham departed just as the Lord spoke to him. I like that. I like the fact that the Bible says there that Abraham didn't respond to God and say, God, thank you for this command. Let me pray about it. Sometimes when you respond to God's command and your response is, I'll pray about it, sometimes that's a cop-out. My name is Scott George, and I'm here to help you today. (laughs) The Bible clearly says that Abraham did not respond and say, I'll get back to you, and I'll pray about it. Am I against prayer? Absolutely not. But as believers sometimes, and those watching online here today, sometimes it's nothing but a cop-out. When you tell God and you tell other people, I'll pray about it. Now, I've only been doing this for 40 years. And there's usually two, three kinds of people. There's people that, 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 that pray too much and do nothing. I'm telling you. There's another group of people that, 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 that don't pray and do everything. And then there's some people that don't pray and they don't do anything. Now, I'm not telling you not to pray. But I'm telling you that when God speaks to you, and ask you to live a life of adventure and go do something you've never done before, you can't wait month after month after month praying about it. What might happen is, if you wait for two months praying about it, you'll get talked out of not doing it. Because fear and doubt and insecurity begin to rise up 
And suddenly now you find yourselves two months down the road and you didn't follow in the legacy of Abraham. The Bible says Abraham immediately went and obeyed. Do I believe in prayer? Absolutely. Do I believe in action? Absolutely. Quickly obey and don't delay. We experienced it this, this week at our home. We heard that somebody, uh, one of Austin's friends, uh, uh, just had a baby and she was in the hospital. And it had been real convenient. We were just sitting down in there. It had been real convenient for us to say, oh, I'm sad that she's in the hospital. We'll pray for her. You know what we did? We didn't wait until it was convenient. We stopped dinner right there and we prayed. How about this, church? This week, if someone comes up to you with a problem, someone comes up to you with an issue, someone comes up to you and they need help, instead of us saying, oh, we'll pray about it and get back with you, how about we just stop everything and say, can I pray for you right now? Because you're not careful. If I'm not careful, I will forget. Because life is so busy. I will forget to pray for that person. God raised up men and women in Pine Castle United Methodist Church that are quick to obey and they don't delay. That we just stop right there in Publix when we see someone and they say their, their husband's in the hospital. We don't wait to get it on the prayer list. We stop right there in aisle seven and we take that person by the hand and we say, I want to pray for you right now. That is living a life of adventure. And we've got a bunch of excuses and a bunch of cop-outs. And God's looking for men and women like Abraham that will say, I'm, only, I'm 75 years old, but God, you tell me to go, I'm not going to delay, and I'm going to quickly obey. That's what it takes to live a life of adventure. And you'll be amazed every time you step out by faith and do that, God will empower you. God will strengthen you. God will give you the words to say. God will give you the words to pray. Live a life of adventure, church. Abraham is, is imploring us today. Don't settle back. Don't shrink back. Quickly obey and don't delay. Thank you, John. How about in the balcony? Can I get an amen from the balcony? Number six. Aaron, if you can go up to the... Number six. You want to live a life of adventure? Be ready to receive God's blessings. I love that. Verse five. He took his wife Sarah, his nephew Lot, and all the possessions that they accumulated, that they acquired in Handan, and they set out for the land of Cana, and they arrived there. Verse 2 says, I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great. You will be a blessing, and I will bless those who bless you. And whoever curses you, I will curse. And the, the whole earth will be blessed through you. Get ready to receive God's blessing. Now, stay with me just for five more minutes. Watch this. I challenge you to, 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 to research this on your own. I challenge you. 
the first words spoken to Adam and Eve was, I bless you. I bless you. I don't bless you for your behavior. I bless you for who you are. I don't bless you because you're perfect. I know you're going to make mistakes, but I am a God of blessing. And Adam and Eve, I bless you. Do you know what Adam and Eve did to Cain and Abel? Cain and Abel, I know you're not going to be perfect. Cain and Abel, I know you're going to sin. Cain and Abel, I know you're going to make mistakes, but I bless you. And so God, in Genesis 1, blesses Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve bless Cain and Abel. The Bible says that Noah was blessed. Now we find ourselves with Enoch, and he was blessed. And now we find ourselves with Abraham, and he was blessed. There is a thread that begins in Genesis chapter 1 that says, if you live a life of adventure, I will bless you. I'll make your name great. I will go before you. I will answer every question. I will give you the strength and the ability to do what you couldn't do in your own power. I want to bless you, and because you are blessed, you will be a blessing. It's in the Bible, church, and Jesus comes on the scene in Matthew, and the first words out of his mouth in the first sermon was, blessed. Sermon on the Mount. Where did he get it from? He got it from his father. He got it from Abraham. He got it from Noah. He got it from Enoch. He got it from Cain and Abel. He got it from Adam and Eve because that's the DNA of our heavenly father. Abraham, I will bless you. I will make your name great. And the cherry on top is that people will be blessed through you. It is difficult to be a blessing if you are camping out all the time and not moving where God wants you to go. As you move, you're a blessing. And everybody comes in contact with you is blessed. What would Abraham say to us? He'd say, be ready, be adventurous, do something you've never done before. Do something that's scary. Do something that freaks you out. Do something that's a little edgy. Live a life of adventure. Because money fills your pockets, but adventure fills your soul. And there are people that are counting on you to pack up, get the U-Haul. So what if it doesn't have AC in the cab? Drive to Oklahoma. And you know that we are still have dear, dear friends from all those years. Why? Because we chose to live adventurously. And because of our life of adventure, people are blessed. People are counting on you. I want you to stand up across the auditorium. I'm going to pray for you today for courage and boldness. All right, let me have your eyes and ears. Got two more minutes. Watch this, you're gonna love this. The city that Abraham was living in at the time that he got this word was the city called Haran. You know what that word means? Parched. 
dry, desolate. It's a desert. You're hanging on to a desert with little life. It's parched. You don't think it's parched because it's comfortable. You don't think it's parched because you have lived there your whole life. It's kind of like you go in someone's house and it just kind of smells and you live there and you don't even recognize it because you've lived there your whole life. But when your friends come in, they walk in the door and they go, it smells like fish. They're not going to tell you that. I'm telling you that. Your house smells like fish. Heron is not your destiny. It's parched. It smells like fish. God's saying to you, be adventurous. Leave what you're comfortable and go to the place where I command you, and that is Canaan land, which means land of humility. I can't believe how good it is to obey God. I can't believe the blessing of what happens when you live a life of adventure. I'm humbled, God, by what you've allowed me to experience, the people you've allowed me to help, the things I've been able to see. I'm humbled by Canaan. And watch this. This is the land, watch this, where God gets all the credit and all the glory. It's not about you, it's about him. He wants to take you from a parched land into a land that is filled with milk and honey and a place where he gets all the credit and all the glory and you get to participate in that. Let me know how this works out for you. Most deserts have no life and no water, and they're not sustainable. I know you're comfortable there, but it's dry. Live a life of adventure so God can bring you to a land of humility, and you'll be humbled by the goodness and the kindness and the blessing of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Father, we are all pulled into a place of comfort, complacency, and ease. God, I pray this week, God, that we will do something we've never done before. God, I pray this week that we will begin to live a life of new adventure, asking you to direct, asking you to guide, asking you to lead us. As we follow you, we're grateful and we're so hopeful that we will never, ever be alone. Your spirit is with us, and I thank you for the faith that we will need to follow you. Now, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and give you peace. May God fill you with a spirit of adventure for his glory. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. God bless you, church. We'll see you next week. Go and sin no more. We'll see you.